Hello, and welcome back to the Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured Podcast. My name is Torsten Nogle, also known as Wingless Valkyrie, and this here is my host, Jackson, also known as Refix6. I hope you're all doing fantastic, diddly damn well. Hope you guys have had a fantastic weekend, because it is... Sunday, so your weekend's not over yet, but I hope you had a good uh, weekend thus far. Thank you, Hell's Breach, for the follow. Appreciate you very much. How has your weekend been so far, Jackson? Relatively chill. I got a couple of my warriors all painted up, so that's nice. Nice. How many How many warriors? Do you, I, I'm going to ask you two questions here. How many warriors do you think you have left to paint, and how many warriors have you painted? I have painted 10, and there are 30 left. Wow, you're right on the dot. Wait, you only have 40 warriors total? So far, yeah. Damn, I thought you would have, like, way more. <laughs> See, I want at least 60. Oh, jeez, okay. <laughs> and I need 40 of them to be Reapers. Strict. Oh, oh, because you want to do, um, what, uh, I'm blanking on what it's called right now. Silvertide? Um, no, um, WYSIWYG. Yes. Yeah. As much as possible. Gotcha. right now I have half with the Flares, which look kind of dumb i like the double barrel for some reason that's fine i don't know you're allowed to like what you like and, and not like what you not like and let's be honest having a strength five minus two one damage double shot 12 inch range which isn't great but it's assault yeah, but yeah it's assault so. so you could get so much more out of your warriors because they only move five inches normally oh fair unless enough. they're by an overlord and then they have six which is normal Gotcha, gotcha. They're well, slow as fuck. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Robot goes slow. But speaking of um, liking what you like and not liking what you what you don't like, I'm pretty sure our viewers would like to know what the hell is going on if they don't know what's going on. We're talking about the tabletop role-playing game. Not really role-play, unless you're playing hey. narrative. We're talking about the tabletop game Warhammer 40,000. We're just talking about the Necron army that Mr. Jackson here is building and painting, for those who are unaware of what we were speaking of. If you're very aware, hats off to you. Uh, you didn't miss a beat. For everyone else... Thank you for being here. Thank you for catching up. Jackson is going, making a way through his Warhammer army. I, unfortunately, haven't had the time to no. touch my Warhammer army in over a month. See, you don't really need to because most of your shit is painted. This is true. Mo like, Mine I, is not. That, yeah, you, you started a Necron army from scratch, and I had like most of my uh, Chaos army from back when I played all that time ago that was already painted and done and everything. Mm -hmm. But all like most of my new stuff isn't painted like the whole start collecting box that i got none of that's painted right, and right. then um my warp talons they're painted or sorry they're they're built and they're primed but mm -hmm. they're not painted and then a couple other things are built and primed but just not painted yep. and i just haven't had the time i did the whole september of one video every single day for the entire no time for anything else didn't have time for fuck all i worked and i filmed edit and uploaded that was it. Oh, no, and I also rehearsed for rehearsals. And, and played D&D. And played D&D. Holy fuck, that was a As the DM. As the DM, yeah. And then I had D&D uh, &D every second Sunday for the Wiz uh, mm -hmm. Wizards of the Coast game. Wanders yeah, of the West uh -huh. Coast game. <laughs> Very different company. <laughs> I'd be calling bullshit on that. Yeah, yeah I played D&D &D for Wizards of the Coast. What's up? What of it? No, <laughs> not a fucking chance. Um, we wish. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty dope. Although I will say, strangely enough, there are some like Wizards of the Coast sanctioned games that are happening on YouTube. They're no, they don't do great. They they really don't, which is very unfortunate because you think like it's backed by Wizards of the Coast and it's on the Wizards of the Coast own YouTube channel, but it's just it's doesn't. The bigger ones just completely blow them out of the water. Yeah, uh, pretty much like D four, High Rollers, Dimension Twenty, Critical Role, <laughs> like they all just do 
immensely, immensely better than Wizards of the Coast's own games, which is a shame because, you know, it's Wizards' own game. But at the same time, also not a shame because it shows that, like, you don't need company oh, funding no. to make to like, make a successful live stream or video and or you, game. You can also go with the same way with uh, with with GW, like oh yeah, because like for, all like, the other like big you know like mini war gaming yeah, play gonna, on tabletop tabletop titans. I was gonna say dice check dice check yeah because now I guess Games Workshop is now making their own battle reports. But I mean the difference. I haven't actually watched any. I give me the lowdown. I haven't watched any either. So I'm sorry to say. I so the funny thing is, I signed up for Warhammer Plus the day it came out. I haven't watched a thing because I just haven't had time. I haven't watched any shows. The only stuff I've been like actively watching is YouTube videos because they're short, and I watch YouTube videos at two times speed. So they're which even... I still don't understand. Okay, the whole reason I do that is because when I, when it started out was that. On my break, I get fi- I get two fifteen minutes and a half hour break at work, and on my break, I like to watch YouTube videos and just you know catch up because I'm subscribed to a lot of people and I don't like coming home because when I come home, I got to do work, I got stuff to do when I get home, but I don't like being behind on my subscribed videos and having to go through. So you all watch of those. everything? What do you mean? You watch everything that goes into your subscription? Every video. I, I, I hate because I don't – when I watch YouTube – This guy's I, a fucking maniac. <laughs> when, I, when I open the YouTube app, like I click YouTube and I click my subscriber feed. I don't look at the home feed. I don't look at trending or anything. I go straight to my subscriber feed because I – I do as well, yeah. Because I subscribe to these people. I want to see their videos. And I only sub- – I'm very picky when it comes to people I subscribe. Uh, there are channels I've watched almost every single one of their videos not subscribe to them because unless I watch every one of their videos, I don't subscribe to them because I won't watch every one of their videos. It's like Magikarp use fly. He's done a lot of great videos, but do I watch every video? No. And I'm not subscribed to him. Dice check. They're great videos. Do I watch every one of them? No, I'm not subscribed to them. It's I only subscribe to people whose I watch every single video. That's a lie. I'm subscribed to mini war gaming. I only watch uh 40k and some age of Sigmar, which is fair. So I, I very, Really, rarely watch Age of Sigmar because I don't understand it as much. I I watch it because I want to understand it, but it's most of the time when I'm watching the the 40k battle reports, it's background noise. So mm-hmm. it's, which yeah, is counter, counterintuitive when I'm doing Age of Sigmar. It's like I want to learn Age of Sigmar, but I play it as background noise. It's like, <laughs> well, that's genius level thinking there. Appreciate that. Um, but vast majority, I'd say nine out of ten of the people I subscribe to, I watch every single one of their videos, and that's why I subscribe. I was straight to the subscriber feed, and because I'm subscribed to a lot of people, and they, a lot of them do like daily upvote, daily uploads, or at least three uploads a week. So on my break, most of them v- make like fifteen or twenty minute videos because they they're very high quality stuff. But I don't have enough time to finish those videos on my break. So what I started doing is I very slowly went up in speed. I went from regular speed to one point five speed. A little bit faster, but I was able to still understand it. But then some of the longer videos, I wasn't able to finish them in my breaks, so I went to 1.75, and I slow. I got able to understand it, and then I got to two point to two times speed, doubling the speed of all the videos. And at this point now, I can't watch videos at normal speed. It seems so slow. I'm used. You're to... You're just fucked. I'm yeah. I've I've ruined it for myself because every video now, and YouTube knows it. I get like watch this. I will do this live. If I open up YouTube on my computer, it will default. Just go straight to two times speed on any video that I click. It'll just do it by default. So go to subscriber feed. Yeah, look at all these red bars. These are all videos that I've watched today. Just because. Mm-hmm. But so if we go, let's click on yeah, lawn mowing similar. It'll default. 
Okay, well, I got, I got called Listen. out. It went to normal speed there, but let's go to a, like this one. Okay, it went to normal speed. All right, I'm getting called out. Get most of the time, most of the time I click on a video, it goes to two times speed right away. It's just not doing it today because YouTube wants to humble me. But anyways, nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, most videos, if it's not already at two times speed, I click it up to two times speed and I watch it like that. And the amount of – see, sometimes I forget my headphones here when I go to work, so I have to watch it just through the speakers on my phone. And the amount of looks I get when people walk into the break room – For good fucking <laughs> reason. And my YouTube videos just going – but see the thing, I, I understand every word. I have no problem understanding it. But people watching, they're like, "Is he really talking that fast?" I'm like, "No, I have it on two times speed." And it's like, "You understand it?" And it's like, "Yeah." But and I will say, as a I'm fine, judging you real hard right that, now. That's fine. Everybody else at work judges me too. So, but the one thing I will say though, there is a couple YouTubers um, who make like very very high quality videos that are almost like an hour long kind of stuff, and they put in a lot of energy into those videos. Those ones I watch at normal speed because I want to watch the video the way the creator intended it to be watched. But you don't do that for everything, huh? No, because most videos come out daily. Daily videos are not made with love and passion. They're made to meet the daily analytic quota just to get a video out so you can get traction on your channel. Trust me, I understand. I get the grind. Those videos, I'm not going to watch the way they intended it to be watched. They put it out just so they can get their views for the day and keep moving on. Those videos, I have no problem going two times speed, which is practically every video that i watch on my subscriber feed so eh, it is what it is but i'm used to it now and you know what's the worst part it's transcended from youtube was a few times i go onto netflix and netflix now has the option to increase or decrease the speed of tv shows and movies and some movies i watch them and i'm like this seems really slow. This conversation is dragging on. And it's not because the conversation itself is a drag. It's just because I feel like the characters are talking so damn slow. It's because I've fucked my brain up to think people talk at a much faster pace. And I'm used to it now. It doesn't feel fast. So that's my... That's my whole shtick. Uh, wrapping up that shtick, we're going to go over to Twitch chat here. Uh, hey, what production where are you in, by the way? Uh, oh, for the what I was doing for the September videos, I was in a Fringe Festival here in Kelowna, and I did a theater performance called Emmy, Jess, and Leo Watch TV. It was three characters. I was the TV. Yeah, so that's a funny story. <laughs> we'll get to that part. <laughs> um, the show itself was about three people who live in an apartment, and two of them really really enjoy tv and one of them like passively watches tv because the other two really enjoy it and the whole stick is basically about talking about different tv shows that they enjoy and how it affects them and at the very end it changes them and they you know grow and develop they have a character arc through the shows that they watch and it's basically this kind of thing like that but jackson came to one of those shows and uh, my character so my character in that show is a very very a Debbie Downer, monotone fuck. He's just doesn't give a shit about anything except for movies. That's all he gives a shit about. Everything else couldn't care less. It movies are it. And while I'm there, our prop was a couch. That was one of our very few props. All three of us sit on this couch. Now, what I was told to do by the director is I was to sit on my. I was on the far right hand side of the couch. I have my arm on the chair of the couch, and I look off stage right into the audience and I was supposed to picture my TV as being over in stage right where the audience sits. Now the audience of course doesn't know that that's what's going to happen and I spend like 70% of the show seated like this staring into the stage right audience area as my TV. Mm -hmm. So you want to pick it up from here? <laughs> so 
both uh, Ashy and I, being the fantastic friends that we are, absolutely, we want to support our two friends in the show. So we go on a, I think it was a Friday night. I, I honestly can't remember. And we we were one of the first people there, so we go pick our seats, and uh, wouldn't you know, we, uh... <laughs> God damn it, sushi. Uh... Oh, oh, how many nuts could a woodchuck bust if a woodchuck could bust nuts? Five. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so we sit in uh, stage right. So when Torsten comes out and sits on that uh, their couch, he's looking directly into our souls. Yep. The entire time. Yep. If I didn't have a mask on, I he but he could already tell by how I looked. I imagine. I I could see like a faint. I I saw so because of the stage lights. I saw the outline of you and Ashley as soon as I sat on the couch and I put my fan and I looked over. I went, oh. <laughs> it's Jackson and Ashley sitting in the chair that's supposed to be my TV. <coughs> I guess they're my TV now. So I just sat there staring straight at them. But because of the because of the stage lights, I couldn't see their facial features. I could just see a silhouette outline and I could see like the faintest of your eyebrows and then everything else was just silhouetted in darkness. So I could see as soon as I sat down like your eyebrows come up and you like tilted your head or something and I was just like, "Oh, Okay, and I would just fucking lock over there, and I was like, "All right, time to make them feel awkward." For about fifty percent of like at least the entire beginning, I had a shit-eating grin on my face, but you couldn't see because no. I had a mask on. Yeah, the mask and just stage lights couldn't yep. tell, couldn't see at all. <laughs> I was like, "I wonder if I could break this man." <laughs> nope, unfortunately, <laughs> couldn't see your face. If you could, you absolutely would have broke. Uh, you know what? Probably. Honestly, it's probably. Me. It's you. <laughs> that absolutely probably would have broke. If I could actually see your face, both with like stage lights not covering it and the mask off, I probably would have been sitting there trying to be you know, serious and monotone, but it would have been like... <laughs> 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 and that would have been so good. I would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry, Tor, but at the same time, I'm just like, I want this to happen. That's okay. I mean, the thing that, like... The thing we were trying to do as well as actors is not not super intentionally, but there's a couple of times where you want to uh, uh, lightly try and break the other actor's character, mm-hmm. not out of malicious intent, but just to see if you could, like a, like a somewhat serious moment. You want to see if you can get them just to grin or something. And I did it all the time as one of the characters. I did it as Scraps when I when I was a little hand puppet, mm-hmm. and Brandon's character would come out uh, uh, when he was like the really cool jockey yep. kid talking about the dog, and the dog's supposed to be like fully in love with him. The thing is, he's looking at the puppet, right? But he has a full view of me behind the couch with the puppet. So I'm doing mm-hmm. the puppet moves, but I'm staring at him like. Like, just full-on, just weird smile <laughs> while making my faces. So he looks over the puppet trying to be like, I don't want to see your stupid dog. But he sees me going, just behind with the puppet. So he's like, stupid dog. And he's just trying to hold it together and be a serious character. But it was a little difficult for that man. So How, much, how many times did you break Kendra during, like... I broke Kendra a couple of times during rehearsal. Yes. I, I almost broke her accidentally. One, by fucking up. By fucking up. <laughs> was that the show that you came to? No, it wasn't. Okay. So, th- yeah, there was a different time where I think you heard about it. Uh, yeah, you must have heard about it because you're talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, where, where uh, <laughs> oh, during one of the skits, I was playing this you know uh, little dog puppet, and she comes on, and she messed up her first line. Mm-hmm. So I... Just went to a different. So basically, she came on. We were supposed to do four different skits as this 
female character and this puppet Mm -hmm. and she came on and she started one of the same skits again and she said the first line for that skit and i was like we've already in my head i'm going we've already done this skit we can't i can't repeat the same line she's already done that we're just gonna repeat the same skit so i said my line and altered it ever so slightly to get us back onto track. Well, that fucked her up even more. And then she just went full ad lib. It just like wasn't the same script anymore. And I was like, oh no, now I have to ad lib because we're not even acting the same script anymore. We, she, we went script one, script two, and she went back to script one. And I went, oh no. So I went script two, and then she went ad lib. <laughs> so and you're okay. like, oh shit. And I was like, oh no, now we're both improvising this scene, and we have to try and get it back on track here. Otherwise, where the fuck? Is this going to go? But we got it. A couple small ad lib lines, and we got back on track, I thought. But now I fucked up, and I put us on scene four (laughs) instead or something completely different. And she's trying to get it back to scene three, and it was a horrible, horrible mess. But the best part was that it ended up – the way the scene was supposed to go is that she was supposed to complain that um, someone cheated on their their exam. Uh, No, sorry. Um, she was caught cheating. Yeah, sorry. So she was caught cheating on her history exam by a fellow student, and um, I and my and she was asking like what she was going what she was going to do now because she's going to get in major trouble and she doesn't want her parents to find out. So she's asking Scraps the dog how to fix this, and Scraps the dog tells her you need like you need to you know look that bully in the eye and fix this. That's that scene. But the other scene is that there's. Um, a teacher is going to give her detention or something something bad. But then she's like, I don't want to get detention. What do I do, Scraps? And Scraps says, you need to dig up some dirt on that teacher. And that teacher is supposedly hanging out with the new librarian. It'd be a shame if the teacher's wife found out about this. So take those two scenes, right? And we combined them. And what ended up happening was that she was going to get detention because she cheated on her history exam. Two different scenes, but she's going to get detention and she because she cheated on the history exam. So what was she supposed to do about the detention because this kid found out she was picking on or she was cheating, not the teacher, but the teacher was going to give her detention. So we've combined both of them. So in my fucking brain, I was like, "Okay, let's let's direct this back on track." And what I ended up doing is I instead of the normal, you need to dig up some dirt on Mr. Sinclair, the teacher and the librarian and the wife. No, 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 no. What happened? You need to dig up some dirt on Mr. Sinclair. You remember that time we saw Mr. Sinclair? And the student that mm. that caught you cheating at the dog park together, <laughs> it would be a shame if the student's mother found out about that. Not the not the not the teacher's wife. No, the student's mother. So it went from oh the teacher's having an affair with the librarian to the teacher's having an affair with one of the students. It'd be a shame <laughs> if the student's mom found out. You guys. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, we, we went from, oh, it's an affair Screwed to... Screwed the pooch. Yeah, we went from, oh, it's an affair to, oh, this is illegal. <laughs> but it was like, okay. And the director came up to us afterwards and he was like, I'm glad you got it back because at the end of it all, we did get it back on track at the very end and it was fine. We figured it out. But in that middle section, we just took two different scripts, fucking interwove them, and it came out just like real sketchy illegal activity happening at this school between teachers and students. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was 
it was something else. But it only happened the one time. It was fine. We didn't derail completely. Everyone thought it was hilarious. It was fine. So it's all good. No one it, was offended. No one. No one. No one. No one, no, no one was offended. And if they were, fuck them. <laughs> what happens happens. The show must go on. Speaking of going on, we need to go on and read some Twitch chat because we've got a lot of Twitch chat here. So we got to figure out what's going on here. Uh, so I apologize if this doesn't make sense as we go back in time here. Hell's Breach. Uh, oh, by the way, before we continue reading on the Twitch chat, hey, you listening to us in your earlobes or through your speakers, if you don't know what's going on in Twitch chat and you don't know what Twitch is, be sure to check out the live stream happening every second uh, Sunday here at twitch.tv slash wings and riffs podcast. The link is down slash 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 wings and riffs podcast. The link is down below in the description of whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. You can catch us live, see us visually in our beautiful faces and watch us as we talk to you and also you can interact with us by talking in the twitch chat and we will read your chats out loud like we're about to but hey if you just want to listen to us in audio form that's fine too but allow us to continue with twitch chat here so hell's breach says lucky i only get a 10 20 and 15 minute break for my 10 hour work day that sucks i'm sorry to hear that i will say my job is unionized, so I have a lot of leeway in terms of what happens at my job. I don't know if your job is unionized, but if it isn't, sorry to hear that. Um, probably why you only get breaks like that, but that's kind of shitty. I'm sorry to hear about that. Uh, Daydream, I have three times speed extension because life is too slow. Oh, oh, because life is too slow. Wait, hold on. Are you Hold on a minute. Daydream, are you, are you being legit that you have th a three times speed extension on YouTube or are you memeing because life is slow? Because half of that reads as truth and the other half reads as a meme. I think she's being truthy. Truthy. I think she's being truthful. Yeah, totally serious. Oh, and you give me such flack for watching it two times yes. speed, but Daydream's over here watching it three times speed. She's also weird. Okay, fair enough then. I'm glad. Uh, at least we share the load. <laughs> You're both weird. That's fair. I, you know what? I'm okay with that as long as we both get this treatment. <laughs> Uh, Tora de Sushi, uh, we already read the woodchuck nut, uh, the woodchuck nut, uh, Tora de Sushi, hang on, he's falling in love with the dog, oh, okay, hold this. that was the whole thing, who knows anymore, the show's done, it happened, it is, I got paid all as well, the show's over now, uh, what y'all talk about, we were talking about the show, uh, Daydream, being furries for dogs, not quite, Ethereal Ashy, no, it was the show we were originally gonna go to, yep, oh, you, oh, Oh, you almost saw that happen. Yeah. Damn. God, that would have been hilarious if you saw that happen. Oh, man. We probably would have died. Yeah, that would have. Both yeah. Ashy and I, we would have just, like, sat there dying. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Or no, just we... a complete shock. Or a complete shock. But the best part is you wouldn't have any idea if it, that was what was supposed to be on the script or not. Cause we we would have only figured out afterwards. We only figured it out afterwards. Um uh, Daydream, your guys' silhouettes cracking him up. Yeah, yep. that was uh, that happened too. Pretty Little Liars territory there. Yeah, it very much was Pretty Little Liars territory. Damn, I haven't watched that show in forever. I I actually without like no cap, I liked Pretty Little Liars. I think I watched two or three seasons of it, and then I got fucking tired because it was literally the same thing over and over and over again. The show didn't know where to go. It was just lies built upon lies, built upon lies, built upon lies, but there was no payoff to any of it, and the whole time they were still searching for A the whole fucking time, and A kept changing and it got boring. This two to season three was cool, and then after that it piddled out because they were just rehashing the same thing, and I got tired of it. Sorry for the tangent. It's, 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 I... Anyways, Tora Sushi, no, they screwed up the student, not the pooch, thankfully. Okay, whoa. 
Uh, Daydream makes D and D streams more exciting. Oh my god! I guess watching at three times speed. Yeah, could you even? Holy fuck! Watching a D and D stream at three times speed during combat. Holy <laughs> yeah! The dice rolling. It quite literally would sound like as it rolls across the table. Not click click click. You know, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Hell's Breach. I watch at point twenty five speed to savor the moment. Okay. You're that's, also weird. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Theory Lashley, it was good until season four-ish. I don't even think I made it that far. All right. We are caught up on Twitch chat. So, Jackson, my man, we've talked about a couple of different things, but as usual, I've taken up most of the airtime. I would like you to bring up something if you have a topic. If you don't have a topic, I do have a topic, but I want to I think I know chat. your topic. What is my topic? Magic. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. I have the topic, but I don't think it's the topic that you think it is. It is about magic, but I don't think it's what you think it is. Are you- is it not your drafts? It's it's not my drafts. It's not. It has to do with draft, but it's not my drafts. Is it how I've been doing pretty good at them? No, but that is something worthwhile <laughs> to say. You have been doing exceedingly well. What is the lowest you've placed at draft night? Like fourth, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I've like, only done two so far. So yeah, but both of them, like you came second place in the very first one, and nope. then no, didn't you get that, se- that was the second one? Oh, okay. I, I thought- was third. Oh, okay. The okay. very very first one with the final game that you guys uh, the last we one's tied playing. for fourth. Oh, you tied. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. I thought you. I thought you got second place or something in that one. I basically okay. held on until time was out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. And then apparently he was saying that like if you guys had like one extra or two extra turns, if he had one done. more turn, he would have got it. Ah, uh, damn. But well, yep. Fortunate for you, unfortunate for him. Yep. But yeah. No, you've been doing exceptionally well in the two drafts that you've been to thus far. So mm-hmm. proud of you. I'm. I like drafting. So. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. I I too like drafting. I do. It puts everyone on an equal playing field. That's my favorite thing about it. And I also love the theory crafting of deck building. That's always been my favorite part, the without a doubt. Th- the theory crafting of deck building. Yeah, like you know, being like, oh yeah, this this idea in my head, I'm gonna make a reality. Oh, okay, and that okay. Sorry, I was here theory crafting, and I was like, you're making a story out of your deck. My no theory crafting, it's like crafting like a a working theory of how something may or may not work. uh, You know what? That makes sense. I've only ever heard the term theory theory crafting when it like quite literally applies to making a theory about something. Yeah, which is you know theory crafting the the way a deck would work. We're both talking about the same thing, but we more mean, or less, yes. We mean different things, but yeah, you're you're very you're very very good at that. I am very interested to see you play Commander, though, because you know it's one of those things where you've had ample time to really rehone and refine that deck, and then you get to play it. And also, Commander is not like competitive, and it's it also can be. It can be. It usually isn't. It, yeah, um, it's but, it's a lot harder to get those combos because you have one of each card, which is exactly why like I'm I'm very much drawn to it because. It's a lot harder to get your fucking like modern combos going off. God damn, I hate modern. I only played <laughs> modern that one time, but wow, yeah. did I get my ass slapped? So yeah, that's not for me anymore. Like st- standard, I used to really enjoy playing because that was a really competitive scene, and you could really like make some really interesting decks mm-hmm. with every single block mm-hmm. that was available. Uh, eventually, like. Right now, standard, I believe, is just so expensive to get into, yeah. and it's just not really worth the time anymore for me. Yeah. I, like with drafts, it's to go there, have a good time for the night, and you know maybe win some prizes and bring them home. Oh, uh, quick thing I want to say about that, by the way, um, 
I need to look it up again, but I I was able to find what all the announced sets that are coming in 2022 are. So oh. one of the, the last one of these either the last or second last set for this year is Innistrad Crimson Vow because they're doing two Innistrads, Midnight Hunt and then Crimson Vow afterwards. Midnight Hunt. So go ahead. Have they changed where they they used to do like three th- things in the same like same place? Yes, they have changed that. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. So. Because last, the last set that just happened was Dungeons and Dragons: Adventures of Forgotten Realms, mm-hmm. and before that was Modern Horizons Two, and yep. before that was Endicar Rising. So it was all yep. over the place. Man, and, I would have loved to have played this Endicar one. I mean, they still have packs for available at. at I know, at but I mean, for like drafts. Oh yeah, that would that would have been, been cool. so good. See, and, Zendikar is one of my favorites. Yeah, Zendikar would have been super cool. But and, and interesting enough, Taylor, the person at Quantum that I talked to, he was telling me that after once once Innistrad kind of died down for the drafts, which after the last draft there was only six of us, I think it's mm-hmm. dying down. Yep. He was going to start doing draft nights on Fridays for older sets that they didn't get to do during the pandemic when they couldn't have. Friday I'm Night so Magic. fucking down. Yeah, and that's why I was like, oh, that would be sick, because then we could do Draft Night for Modern Horizons, Zendikar Rising, all those old ones that they didn't get to do. Were they able to do the, uh, the D&D one? Nope. The fir- their, their first time doing Draft again was Innistrad Midnight Hunt. That was their first time where they had in-person Draft Nights. All the other sets before that for the last two years, they I didn't have it. I am so down for that shit. And, and, and I told him, too. I am so fucking down. And I told him, too, because I was like, I would love to draft for Dungeons & Dragons. That would be super fucking fun. I want to draft Zendikar, without a fucking I, doubt. I would love to do that, too. Because so. Zendikar was... Okay, did it go, like, Zendikar... Uh, wasn't Zendikar right after Alara? Oh, like old Zendikar? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think I think that was the case, yeah. Yeah, because oh yeah, it was because I got because I had I got um one of my mythics. I remember pulling Child of Alara, and then after that, I was gonna make a deck with it because it was one of my only like every five color card, mm-hmm. and I wanted yep. to make a five color card deck. Stupid idea, but I wanted to. <laughs> but then Zendikar came out, and I threw that all plan all away because then Eldrazi's came out, right. and I was like, yeah, buddy, <laughs> all mm-hmm. five colors, nah, colorless. <laughs> So, which you can do now. Which I can do now, and that's one of my commander decks ideas. Is I want to make Eldrazi's based around Emerukul. Um, Emerukul, not oh, oh, uh, see, not OG, not OG Emerukul, um, because apparently I don't know why, but apparently she's bad. I, I say she, it, blah, but blah, blah. but uh, she's been called she a couple of times in Innistrad, the 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 she creature locked in the moon hmm. and whatnot. But anyways, but apparently the newest one, like the the thirteen or thirteen or twelve, twelve, it's one of those two, is a better commander. I think mainly because it costs less mana. It's only twelve instead of fifteen. Blah. But uh, but I, I mean, still remember that bullshit. Yeah, I but, hated I hated fighting Kendall's elves. I hated it. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, I blocked that out of my memory. Now you. I'm brought, sorry. You brought that all back. I am so God. sorry. Because <laughs> all he would do is he'd just get a bunch of infinite mana and then he'd play Eldrazi. Yeah, pretty much from outside the game. Yeah, which is so stupid. <laughs> I hate that. That that mechanic pissed me off. Yeah, I'm angry about it now. Thinking about it, I'm I, sorry. I, all those thoughts were. I had to. Away. I had to share it. I can't. I had to you. share it. You open Pandora's box and now it's all flooding out. Good God. Anyways, minus the Eldrazi, I really liked Zendikar because it had landfall. Yep, landfall. I had blue green landfall. I remember your landfall deck. I hated it. It (laughs) I still have the Royal Elementals. Oh my god, that (laughs) that deck pissed me 
off. And see, the, the funny thing, when you build decks, every deck you build is superb. And every deck you build that I fight against makes me angry because you're so goddamn good at it. And it makes me want to build the same type of deck even though I don't even like it. The deck I always remember is your blue and white artifacts with all your fucking Thopter tokens. I will always, I will always, always remember that artifact deck. I don't like artifacts. I don't like Thopters. It was, uh, I don't like mirrors. All that kind of stuff. But you playing them and kicking my ass with it made me want to play it just because it was like, oh, it's so powerful. But it was, it wasn't because it was powerful. It's because you were just good at it. And I wanted to be like you with the decks that you built. But I was so stuck in my ways that I was like, no, dragons, werewolves, and Eldrazi. Everything else, fuck it. <laughs> I like what All right. I like. All right. Tor, I'm going to lay on some truth on you. If you're about to say, like, I, it's, I just fucking wing it. That's bullshit. That deck was trash. <laughs> that makes me feel even worse because that means everything that I had was less than trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that Esper deck was not good. It was not good. What? But I do miss it because fucking... <laughs> I loved Esper. Esper was so fun. Because it's just like, I'm making artifacts and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the Ethereum Sculptors, which make things easier to cast, if I remember correctly. It gives them plus one plus one. Or they, or they were like the amount of artifacts you had was its power and toughness oh okay yeah i need to look it up look it up (laughs) our residential looker upper uh look up the artifacts that make things more powerful i'm sure jacks will text you no i'm I'm looking it up right now because i need to see it okay fair enough i need to see my childhood again (laughs) (laughs) well while while you look that up um i'll have to talk to quantum about that because yeah, they, they were mentioning that they wanted to do that for all the sets that they couldn't during the pandemic. So, there he is, boys. I mean, There's oh, one of them. Yeah, that looks familiar. I remember I, that. The one I remember was like a giant ball. A oh. giant ball. I, I can't picture it. but Master I, of Ethereum, that's what it was. I'm sure I'll recognize okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah it's it this up. motherfucker. <laughs> this dumbass <laughs> this dumb Oh, ass yeah. Yep, I recognize that. <laughs> yep. God, I, I love that shit. Do you even have those cards still, or no. you, you gave them away or I sold think, them or something? I think they're all gone. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's, I mean that's what I did with all my old all my old cards, all my uncommons well, thing, and commons. I just sold them in bulk, and I could say like twenty bucks, and I just gave them to someone. I can't see, remember who. What I did back and at anything and everything, uh, I always traded in my rares to get the, the rares that I needed to build a new my new deck that I wanted to build. Because I only ever had like six That's or seven. That's why you don't have a giant fat binder. Yep. Now it makes sense. Yep. I never did that. I collected my rares and mythics and very rarely used them in decks because I liked having a big binder. And then if I needed more, I just bought them. I mm-hmm. very rarely traded. Now it makes sense why you have that thin, slim binder when you mm-hmm. and I have been playing for the same amount of time. Yep. Now it makes sense. Anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, so... I would love to make another, like, Esper deck because Esper was one of my first ones. It was, like, it was the first one that I built myself, mm. I think. And it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think my... What was my first deck? I can't even... I'm thinking about it right now. I can't even remember my first deck either. I haven't a fucking clue. I remember my first Mythic Rare because it was the first quote-unquote rare card I ever pulled. I don't remember its name, but it was some multi like triple colored moth creature and i remember the emblem i don't know what it was called but it was those it was probably from from shards of alara i think so because it was it was those or conflux it was those 
small little ovals that got bigger yeah. into one big oval in the center. Yeah, that was that, that was shards. Okay, then yeah, my first pack ever was shards of Alara, and my, out of my first pack, I pulled a mythic. It was some kind of moth creature that had three colors. Damned if I can remember the name, but I because I, I pulled was the it, pack. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. What was the the big mon the big monsters one? What was that 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 color combination called? The big monsters one? Yeah, there was Jund, which was the the devourer one. Bant, oh. which is exalted. Oh, Esper, oh, which was. Oh. I can't. I can't. Sele- the rest. It was it started with an S. I don't know, man. I've Spearbreaker Behemoth was like the big one. See, I'm recognizing these words. Yeah, but if you want me to add to them, you're you're on your own. I can't fucking remember. It was white, red, and green. It might have been. That sounds familiar. I I never played it in any deck. Fuck. I just remember. What's it, it called? I just remember it was my first mythic I ever pulled because it was my first rare I ever pulled because I was with Kendall at the time yep. and Kendall told me the card at the back it'll have a little gold logo. That's your rare. You want to hold on to that. And I pulled it and it was red and I was like, what does that mean? And Kendall was like, oh shit, you got a mythic. That's real rare. And I was like, oh cool, okay. Like, I had no fucking idea. Yeah, so, we were brand spanking <laughs> new. Yeah, so. and he, he wasn't that much ahead of us either. No, not really. He'd only been playing for like maybe a month or two before us, but. Yeah, I just, I just remember that moment. Can't remember the card name or anything, but I just remember that moment. It was like, it'll be a gold card, and it was a red. And I was like, what the fuck does this mean? He's like, oh, shit. Okay. So. I'm searching up the Shards of Alara. Are you just see. looking all the Shards of Alara mythics? No, I'm I'm seeing if they have, like... Oh, there it is. Naya. That's what it was. <laughs> I, it doesn't ring a bell. I have no idea. Grixis? It, it doesn't ring a bell. Oh, that's the blue, red, black. Are you saying that's the card that I pulled? No, no, no. That was the the color combination. Oh, oh, okay. I got yeah. you. I got you. Okay. Yeah, Bant, Esper, Grixis, Jund, or Naya was the the five combinations. Gotcha. I forgot about Grixis. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about all of those until you started bringing them back, and then I was like, they I did too. So. But but now 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 it's the dual colors, like you know, like uh, like Bant, Bant not Bant, uh, Boros, uh, Rakdos. Oh, all that yeah, stuff. all those cards. Yep. Damn, Th- those came out when we were playing, and now they're still somewhat relevant. Fuck. Uh, I th- yeah, because Ravnica came back. Yeah, the Ravnica's Ravnica was was uh right before. So the, the thing that before us was Shadowmore. I don't remember that at all. It was all like elves, goblins, core. Oh, maybe I don't know. It was a core. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, this but, whole podcast is just looking back on our fucking childhood. <laughs> you're goddamn right it is. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, the the one before that was the original Ravnica block. I want to believe. I, I'm i trusting your words. I haven't a fucking clue. I trust your words. But I think my favorite one so far is the second one for Rav- for the Ravnica block. Like your favorite, your favorite set ever? No, 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 no. Um... I honestly couldn't choose a favorite set. It mm. might just be Zendikar, because you know, I really fair. like Zendikar. That's fair. I I honestly firmly believe my favorite set ever is a tie between what uh, between Innistrad because it was yep. the first time werewolves, werewolves really came out, a thing. and I fucking love werewolves yep. still to this day, and Eldrazi because I just I like HP Lovecraft. I love yep. Cthulhu mythos horror stuff, and Eldrazi is exactly that. Oh yeah, it so is. I love it, and yeah. Oh, and dragons, but dragons were kind of in every set. They 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 popped up their heads in almost every set. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even like Innistrad, where it's like werewolves, demons, angels, vampires, but there's also 
a volcano that spews dragons in the strat. So, <laughs> like, they're everywhere kind of thing. So, yeah, I enjoy that. I'm very upset. I never played during um, the Nicobola sets, which is very upsetting because I love Nicobolas. But I really, never, I couldn't tell. Yeah, but like I, yeah, never, yeah. I never played during any of his sets. Like, I, like, I, like War of the Spark and whatnot. I, War of the Spark. I never played Amonkhet. Never played like all those. I missed out. On I those did play in the Amonkhet. I know because you have the Amonkhet box I, and the our Dev- devastation as well. Yeah, which is I, the one after it. I never played in any of those, and I'm very upset because I th- I think I would have severely enjoyed those. Mm-hmm. Severely enjoyed, really enjoyed, but I just. For whatever reason, I missed those sets. I don't know how because they were sets that came out when we were playing because you played them. And well, th- I was playing them back in when I was working in White Court. W- when you were working in White Court, was I not there? Nope, you were, were here. Oh well, yep. that's why I didn't. Yep. Play- <laughs> that's why I didn't play them. Then that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, this Perfect. is back in like two thousand and. 17, 18. Oh, then, okay. That's a lot sooner than I figured. Yeah, because I stopped playing 2013 after I graduated and moved here. And then, yeah, so... I I kept playing for a little bit after I returned to a couple years later. And then, uh, motherfucker. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, Yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Everything from 2013 to 2021, I missed out on. Well, quote unquote missed out. I just wasn't playing because I had no friends to play with. And then you moved here, and I was like, "Hey, buddy, boy, <laughs> you want to do?" Remember some... that thing we used to play? Yeah, you want to. That wanna... costs a lot of money. Actually, yeah. Actually, ironically, ironically, I didn't do it first to you. Caitlin did it to me first. Right. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, "Oh, they're doing the dragons and magic. That's interesting. I'd like to check that out." But then I never did, and I probably never would have. Yep. But then Caitlin was like, "Huh? Here's a pack of cards." What's it like? Open it. Let's see what it like. And I was like, <laughs> I fucking, oh, there's the drug. That's kicked. Let's go. <laughs> so, yep. Old Nobble. <laughs> old Nobble. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was crazy. Damn. Why? Why is he the most expensive card in this uh, You're, you have, I haven't. What does he even clue. fucking do? Uh, old Nobble? I mean, I can go grab the card or you're just going to look it up. That's I'm fair. just looking it up. Fuck this. That's fair. I honestly can't even remember what he does right now. I just know he's a green dragon with flying maybe trample i can't remember uh but uh he's super cool and i got the borderless alternative artwork and that's why he's ah what does he do remind me whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player create that many treasure tokens oh that's very good yeah that's that's a little (laughs) good especially when he's a seven seven flyer oh yeah that's very very good damn damn yep that's very good and then yeah treasure tokens and such those are those are nice to have. Anyways, um, yeah, I got to talk to Quantum, see what they're doing now, because Innistrad drafts have absolutely died down since mm-hmm. last week. So they might, if if they're planning to still do that. I mean, I don't see why not, because if because he told me, uh, Taylor quite literally told me, if we have six minimum, we'll do a draft. If there's only five, we'll cancel it, and we'll just, you know, if you guys want, we can just play regular games. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. We had six. We thought more were going to show up and pay at the door. No one did. It was just a six. Damn. So I don't, I don't see how there will be six again next week. Well, there's there is the chance, like you know, people like me, where it's like I have things to do and I just couldn't be there. That's true. That is true as well. But but if it, if it was like, hey, we're doing Forgotten Realms, 
and like all or, the other yeah, sets. Forgotten Realms, Zendikar Rising, Modern mm. Horizons Two, Strixhaven, all of those. Like S- Strixhaven, I'm like, eh, I don't really care about. Yeah, that's fair for whatever reason, even though it's D and D related. But I- eh. ironically, it's not. D and D picked up Strixhaven afterwards. Mm. Yeah, the only one quote unquote D and D related is Forgotten Realms, um, which I really want to want to draft because I feel like that'd be so much fucking it, fun. It would be super super cool, and that brings me all the way back to the thing I was going to mention. So, final sets for this year for Magic, they have mm-hmm. uh, Innistrad Crimson Vow, which so Innistrad Midnight Hunt was heavily themed towards werewolves and what's going on there. Crimson Vow is supposedly going to swing the opposite way and be heavily themed towards vampires, yep. but of course still involve everything and then that's either going to be the last or second last set uh for this year i'm pretty sure it's the last one but for next year oh god i forgot just how fucking yeah far away we're almost at fucking end of 2021 my man start of 2021 no we're in 2021 we're almost at the end of 2022 yeah but but uh, so I I saw a post- I saw a poster for all the new sets for 2022. Can't remember most of them, but the ones that stuck out to me. There's another D and D set coming out. It has oh. to do with Baldur's Gate. Uh, okay, yeah, strictly yeah. not all Forgotten yeah. Realms. Um, so that's interesting. I would have loved to see Everon. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. And then I could get my girlfriend angry at me for playing a Warforged deck. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. But, however, <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, Warforged deck, I don't think you have to go too, too far because there's a Warhammer 40k set coming out next year. I'm, I'm not shitting you. I'm calling bullshit. I'm not shitting you. Prove it. Do you remember? I told you a while ago that Hasbro and Games Workshop had teamed up and there was going to be some kind of crossover in the future, but we weren't sure what it was going to be. There's no way this it's magic it. and War 40K. Just wait, I have more for you. There's another set coming out that's set in space. I shit you not. It's the this whole man's thing. pulling my leg. I shit you not. It's the whole thing. This is man set in is space. pulling my fucking Here, leg. You know what? Let's find out right now. I I promise you, I am not. Prove this. Sh- I am to me. not shitting you whatsoever. I need to see magic this for myself. The Gathering sets 2022. I sh- I pr- I swear. I swear. There's no fucking way. I will find it here. Um, Magic the Gathering. Uh, how the fuck is it? Card sets 2022. Maybe I can just get like the image of the poster that I saw and everything. Aha, here we go. Okay. Uh, There's no fucking way. Oh, no. This is the one we just... Uh, that's the one we just did. I want the 2022 release schedule. Where's the 2022 release schedule? I'm calling bullshit. I I swear it happened. I'm, I'm I don't see it. I therefore it's bullshit. I swear it's happening. I swear. I swear it on my life. I saw it. Uh, Magic Gathering 2020 uh, re- uh, release schedule. That's how you type that, right? There's no fucking way. I swear. I swear it. That's bullshit. Oh, once again, that's the one we just did. God damn it. Where is... God damn it. I saw it. I know it's a thing. I fucking saw it. And I it, like it wasn't even um, a joke. I swear. I saw it. I'm sorry, everybody on the podcast lands are just listening to me saying I swear it and Jackson going, I don't believe you. <laughs> but I don't. That's, that's where we're at right now. I... Uh, I saw it, and I don't know where it went, but I saw the fucking poster, and now it's gone. Oh, 2022. Okay. Uh, so here we go. So we have Kawigana, Neon Dynasty, Streets of New Chapter, Dominaria United, The Brothers War. Uh, where's the rest? There was other ones there. Kamigawa, though. Let's go. 
I don't know a fucking thing about Kamigawa. It sounds very uh, uh, Japanese. Sam- Japanese. Samurai. Oh yeah, it is. So, is uh, that that's pretty cool. Kamigawa was like, one of the old, like older older sets. Oh, uh, I didn't get a thing. Is this it? Is this this might be the picture here? If it would fucking load. Uh, no, no. That's, that's a Marvel timeline. God damn it. Ah, okay. I I promise I saw it. I will show it. I'll find it later. But I swear it's a it's a thing. I don't I, believe you. I swear it's a thing. I'm calling bullshit. Oh wait, hold on. No, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Um, let's see. Maybe this will show it. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, nope. That's the list I just showed you with that. Uh, it's gone. Okay. After the podcast is over, I will show it. I swear. And then everybody else listening to this on podcast land, they're just either a, there's a link down below to the image or B there's not. And you just have to take my word for it. I swear it. To, I swear it. I swear it by the hairs of my beard. It's true. I saw it anyways. <laughs> so if you're wrong, you shave. Oh, whoa, okay, hold on, wait, wait a minute, whoa, 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 that's a bit hey, of a... Hey, you, you said on the hairs of your that's beard. That's a bit of a stretch, that's a bit, okay, hold on, if I'm right, you shave. Ha ha uno reverso, <laughs> my man, do. <laughs> <laughs> if we're both wrong, we both shave. <laughs> How do we, if we're both, what was it, it's all coming out in 2023, that makes yeah. us both wrong. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Well, there's no way we're both right, so I guess, all right, well, I'm not going to take that bet. You know what? There's there's a 5% chance I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to admit that right now just to save my face, <laughs> both physically and metaphorically. Uh, speaking of saving face, let's catch up on some Twitch chats here. All right. Uh, well, we got a lot of chats going up here. We got to yep. pass up here. Okay. Uh, wow, we got a lot of... Twi- Thank you guys in Twitch chat land for sending all your stuff. I apologize. We're only catching up on it now. Yo, uh, we talking about shit. We are talking about shit. This is very, very true. Uh, actually, I watch YouTube at normal speed. Well, I guess you're a normal person. You're probably going to be able to do those more now, Jackson. I don't know what she's drafts. talking about. Drafts. Nice. Oh, why, why are you going to be able to do drafts more now? I don't know. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Good job. Well done. Slash, I have no idea. Slash, bless you. Well, Ashley seems to think that you're going to have more time now for whatever reason. Oh, are you switching? Did you ever hear back from the other job? No? Oh, well, no. Maybe, maybe that's what she meant. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure we'll get clarification by the time we reach the bottom of the chat. How's Reeves? Well, it, it's more of a I don't, I'll be, you know, won't be like time away. Oh, oh yeah, so, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. That's yeah. fair enough. Um, Ethereal Ashley, uh, Hell's Breach, so do I Ashley, like a normal person for YouTube. Uh, Tortoise Sushi, when do I play my Gyarados V? I don't know. Talk to a Pokemon player. Ethereal Ashley, I want to play my Hollow Lugia. All right, this is, oh, and then Daydream, Blue Eyes, White Dragon. I have three of those. Get wrecked. Uh, Ex- <laughs> Exodia, Hollow Guardian. Oh, wait, Sushi, that's sick. Oh, I have, I have a Hollow. Gl- apparently it's in the Discord. A Hollow Glarian. Galarian Arcudo. Let's check the Discord for this. By the way, hey, everyone listening in Twitch chat land, if you want to check out the Discord, link's down in the description down below. Come check it out. Uh, oh, there's like a whole bunch of people sharing cards. Hell yeah, they're all Pokemon cards, goddammit. But hey, it's cards nonetheless. Um, oh, it's probably talking about that. That's a sick-looking card. 
Hell yeah. That's nice. I will say, I do like watching Pokemon card openings. They're they're neat to see, and I know which cards to represent, like like the V's, the V's or V Max cards. I know those mm-hmm. are like quote unquote rare, so it's nice to see those. Those are cool. Granted, I'm not as hype about them as I am about Magic cards, but that's just because I know Magic cards more. Exactly. So yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, is what it is. But everyone else seems to enjoy them. So congrats off to you, Sushi. Nice on your pulls. Nice on your rares and such. Um. A bunch more people. Uh, Lord Ghost Cat, I present to you the guy, TM. Hello, the guy. How you doing? Uh, yes, I completely understand what is being talked about. Same. I'm, I'm glad you guys in, are understanding. I put my best cards in the fantasy channel in Discord. I just checked it out. Thank you very much. Uh, George, Lord Ghost Cat, Jackson exists to make people mad. <laughs> wow. What a, what a statement. <laughs> is he wrong? Uh, well, no comment. Ashy, guys, shush and listen for a second. There's a new house hippo commercial. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I'm and sure. And I can't even deny that. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's right. Oh boy, he picked harasser class at birth. Wow, damn! Jackson is taking my freaking job. He took your <laughs> job. How can I be fact checker if he checks the facts? <laughs> Jackson's like, no, nah, I'm gonna do it myself. I got my phone in my hand. I don't need this shit. <laughs> Who fact checks the fact checker? If he really does, I'm the true fact checker. Okay, the card picture above. Da da da. Uh, we saw those cards. V, uh, v grateful for this podcast because I'm home alone for this week, and it's helped me forget how spooky my house is for an hour. You're home alone for the whole week? Let's go. Or do you mean week? Party. Or- oh, boy. <laughs> do you mean week or weekend? Because it's only Sunday right now. We're not even into Monday yet. So Thank fuck. Yeah, I mean, for you. I have a different work schedule than you, but yeah, fair enough. Um, if you're if you're home alone for the entire week, damn daydream. If if you need company, uh, I have a list of YouTube videos you can play in the background. <laughs> Just to fill a the whole week. month of them. A whole month of YouTube videos. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're actually wow i don't even have to be here but we like you being here toward sushi when i got my computer do i get to be a special guest again ah that's an interesting question we've talked about doing special guests uh quote unquote soon tm we didn't want to do them too early we wanted to get like get back in the flow of things with just Mm -hmm. the two of us for a couple of episodes before we start branching out but i don't see why not probably it's yeah. def- it would definitely be on the list of possibilities. I don't see why not. Uh, I might get more into magic if it's putting 40K in it. I'm 95% sure it's Cow is white. <laughs> I'm, not even I'm not wrong. Gonna, I'm not even going to argue that. Chaos is going to be black because Black yeah. Legion's going to be show. Uh, yeah, you know, fair enough. I just figured it was like they're going to go. Demons like, are red. Yeah, probably. Orcs are green. <laughs> Orcs are green and red. And red, yeah, green and red. Primarily, uh, probably going to be green. Space Marines are, are blue. No, blue and white. Blue and white. Blue and white. They are absolutely blue and white. Yeah. Tau is blue. Just it. I think Tau might be also blue, blue and, and white. white. Yeah, blue, blue and white. No, Space Marines are are red and white. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that a lot more. Necrons are blue black. Yeah, probably. Um, oh, chat! I want you to understand something. Something's very special just happened here. Jackson started to believe, and now he's theory crafting the belief. I like to theory craft shit. That's fair. I'm willing to exist. Willing to play into this fantasy. Play into the fantasy. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Uh, okay, it sounds like you dreamed it. I swear I didn't. I saw it today. Like, I didn't see this a week ago when I'm, like, fucking fever-minding it. I saw it today on one of my YouTube videos that I watched at two times speed. <laughs> I swear it. I saw it. The credibility has just gone down. I swear it. Because <laughs> if it went by, by with two times speed, it means it was on there for half the time. It, I, 
Okay, that statement in itself is not wrong, <laughs> but it doesn't take away the legitimacy that I, I will find it afterwards, I swear. Anyways, uh, will you bet your D&D character on it? I don't have one. Abs- oh, wait, no, I do have one. Fuck, yes, I, just, I just made one. <laughs> I normally don't, but... Uh, Fucking dummy. I bet 95% of him. <laughs> You're already missing the other 5%. What the fuck? How dare you? <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Tour de Sushi. Pokemon pack openings have gotten a little stale for me, especially since the web code card telegraphs if there's a hollow or better in the pack. The web. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw you two were talking about that. If you open up the pack and you ter- turn it over, essentially, the, the if you see, like, equi- equivalent to seeing a, a double-sided token on the back of the pack, then you know you have a, a Pokemon version of a hollow in mm. the pack. So it kind of ruins it before you even flip through. So, and that was like, That's I, one of my favorite parts, just flipping through. Yeah, and th- like I mentioned to you... And then just, like... Yeah, and the thing, I mentioned this to you during the YouTube video where I did the pack openings and you were on Discord with me. Yeah. Pokemon packs, and Tor de Sushi can attest to this, Pokemon packs are fucking weird. Because once you open them, you have to take like either the first four or the back four and flip them through the front or the back. And then you can do it by rare. You start with your um, quote-unquote mana. Common. The, no, their, like, their energy, whatever mm. they use for Pokemon. You start with that, and then you go through your commons on commons and get to your rare at the very back but you have to do four to the front or four to the back before you can start that whereas magic you open it and you just fucking go i don't understand why pokemon isn't the same way they have the technology to move four cards but they make the Who user the do it themselves knows, dude i don't know um but anyway see toward sushi just says i do the three cards to the front energy thrown out there you go yeet so <laughs> that's yeah i don't know why they do that but they do um, Daydream, my mom's in Florida alone till the 23rd. Holy shit, till the 23rd. Damn, you're alone all the way until Saturday of this week. Damn, Daydream. I am sorry. If I can get some games of Genshin Impact in with you just to fill the void for you, uh, do I have time for it. I will absolutely do that and, you know, keep you company because I'm sorry that you're alone and I don't want you to be. Fuck, I might join you for it if I'm not busy. Why not? You know, let's give let's give Daydream All four company. of us. Let's just fucking go. Uh, oh, Ashy. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck? Who else would it be? I don't know. Sushi, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It'd be Daltor. That's true. It would be Daltor. Daltor <laughs> rips and shits on that game all the time, but you fucking know he's got an account somewhere. <laughs> it's just not a Genshin account. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. You're most likely right. <laughs> uh, uh, if you ask your party of daydreams, hell yeah, we can gather around the fake fireplace. Ooh. I have, hey, it's okay, daydream. I have one of those too. <laughs> it puts out heat. It's fake, but it was like 40 bucks at Walmart. It does the job. <laughs> Fucking why not? Uh, this sounds like hell for colorblind people. Oh, I never even thought about it. Well, at least there's logos on yeah, the Yeah, there, there is logos. Yeah. Which- there's lo- it's not like a flat faced green card. And it's like, oh, fuck. What am I? What am, yeah, you're fucking, you know. What's your character's name from Witchlight? Lumen. Lumen. You're like Lumen. You pick up all these mana cards, and you're like, I don't know what I have. I'm playing Eldrazi because everything's colorless. <laughs> uh, we're almost caught up in the chats here. Uh, Gus Johnson, probably. I do this. I don't know Gus, why you mentioned Gus Johnson, but he did. Uh, I don't need the energy if I don't have anyone to play with. <laughs> that means you don't need the, technically the cards either, just the Vs and Vmaxes. Uh, Hell's Breach, I never did that. Well, that's fair. But I've, most card openings I see for Pokemon, they do that four to the front or four to the back. Or say more. What do you mean, say more? What do you mean, say more? She said quick, say more. Quick, say more? Uh, uh, say more. More of what? More of this, more of that, more of 
packs of that, of, of things and dings of rings and blings upon blings. I got racks on stacks and bracks. I don't wrap Please this. Please stop. I, well, I can't stop because if I stop, then I'll hop over to the pop and pop lock and sock and with Ashley Johnson saying what my nonsense, nonsense and talking. I meant chat you. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Wingless Valkyrie. Please stop, Tor. This is cringe. <laughs> Yo, is that Cardi B? No, but this is the end of the podcast <laughs> because we've been going for an hour, and that sounds like the perfect place to end it. At the peak of cringe, we then cut down. <laughs> we cut that out. Um, nah, we're fucking, it's my own detriment. We're going to keep that shit in. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. It's wings and riffs, totally unstructured. Unstructured means unedited. <laughs> That's bullshit. We that both know that it. is very much bullshit. But it is, very it is much edited so that the, the parts that don't need to be in it are not in it. <laughs> That needs to be in it. That does need to be in it, absolutely. You know what also needs to be in it, as in, and did this podcast. Thank you guys so much for coming down. Do you have any final things you want to talk about, Jackson? I, I ironically didn't even get to talk about the thing I wanted to talk about for Magic the Gathering, but that's okay. Quick. Uh, I, summary, uh, long story short, I, I'm starting to have the same problems I have with Wizards of the Coast. Or, sorry, the same with problems. With GW? With GW that I have with Wizards of the Coast. Holy fuck. So, okay. Long story short, uh, Wizards of the Coast did something last year that I completely f didn't understand or know about because I wasn't playing uh, Magic mm -hmm. the Gathering at the time, but holy fuck did it make people angry. So two things happened last year. Um, first thing, they, they made a new game mode on Arena and also technically set, but it wasn't really set. It was just a new way to play mm -hmm. uh, Magic the Gathering that was introduced with cards. It was called like... Uh, face to face or face off or mm -hmm. uh, some uh, whatever. It was a brand new way to play Magic, and it was very very beginner friendly, and it was fun and it was easy. I don't know how it was done. I didn't look into that, but it was just everyone loved it. Everyone thought it was fantastic thing they do, and then they did it for Arena as well. But they made it limited time. You could only Bullshit. do it. You could only do it for a month, and then they took it away. And it was the greatest thing. Everyone loved it, and everyone wanted it to be permanently in the game forever because it was so much fun, and it was an incredible way for new people to get into the game. And Wizards said, no, limited time only. And then they got rid of it, and they never brought it back. And no one understands why, because it was the most fun they had playing Magic, and it was the best way for people to get into Magic. And I don't know how they did it with the physical cards, but it was like you sat down with a friend, and you both bought a bundle of set from this set and you each made a deck out of the set and you got to play it and it was perfect and I, I don't know how it worked but that it was, sounds just like a pre-release so it was similar to a pre-release but it was done in a different way I don't know hmm. how I don't know I didn't look into it that much but it was everyone reveled and thought it was the greatest thing ever and then wizard said and we're never doing it again and I don't know why because Sad. because everyone loved it and it was on arena of all things like you want people to be in arena you want them to play in arena because arena for wizards costs them nothing you're not making physical cards you're not making physical rarities or anything it's all digital just it's you're just upkeeping servers it's quite literally just a money machine for them yep. in terms of profit so why would you not keep something that's introducing more people into the game on your like even on the digital version no one knows. And so that happened, which I don't understand. And then the second thing, there's a new type of... I need to un look into this and understand it more, but there's a new type of promotional cards called Secret Layer. Now, what Secret Layer is, 
is they make a bunch of Magic the Gathering cards that are crossovers with other IPs. The first time they ever did this was at The Walking Dead. They made a bunch of Magic the Gathering cards that were crossover with The Walking Dead, but you couldn't buy them in person. They were only available online, they were only available for a limited time, and they were extraordinarily expensive, and here's the worst part, you could not play them. They were not allowed to be played in the Magic the Gathering game. They were ex- Why? I don't know. I don't know. But they were exclusively meant as a collector's item. I mean, okay, fine. There's a market for that. There's some people that are fucking wacko in the head and mm-hmm. want that shit. Yep. But why would you get it if you can't even play it in the fucking game? Don't know. Don't know. And it was so bad that like they did live streams for it and everything and those YouTube videos and such for it. They disabled the comments. They disabled the like-dislike oh, ratio. Of course not. Yeah, because everyone was like, why would you make these super cool exclusive cards that you can't buy in person? You can only buy it online for a limited time and you can't even play them in your game. Why? And it was strictly just to make money. And everyone was so adamant against this. And even before they announced, like, Wizards knew this was a bad idea because they had the mindset to turn off comments and like-dislike ratios on their live streams and their videos. So someone over there was like, this is bad. This looks bad. But they released it anyways. And you know what's the worst part? It was the most profitable set of cards Magic the Gathering has ever released. And it made them millions. Because they were a collector's item, and people go shit over nuts for collector's items. So even though the majority of the community... Disappointing. Yeah. Even the majority of the community rallied against it and didn't want this unless... like The, the main thing people wanted was just make it playable. Yeah. Make it allowed to be played. No, not allowed to be played whatsoever. And it still was one of their most high-profit selling things of all of 2020. And because of that, and they boasted on all social media of just how much money that set made them. Rolling my eyes. Oh, yeah, my God. They decided they're going to make more because it did so well. So you know what secret layer sets are coming out now? I don't know what other ones they've done, but you know what se- secret layer sets are coming out? There's a Stranger Things one coming out. Oh, yeah, that's just money. There's a uh, another... Um, uh, very high IP one coming out. I can't remember what it was, but the one that really intrigued me, there's a Fortnite one coming out. Oh. There's a secret layer Fortnite IP <laughs> set of cards coming out. And I was just like, how? I don't know. But and again, and again they're, still, they're following the same format. They're only available online for a limited time. Can't play them in regular magic. Good. They're just to be collected. And it's. I don't want it in regular magic. Yeah. Oh. Get out of here. And the final thing, sorry, I know I've been talking about the final thing they did. So this is news that I didn't know about. Um, so back when you and I played Magic the Gathering, way back when we lived in Whitecourt and everything, Yeet. it was owned by Wizards of the Coast. That was the ones who made Magic the Gathering and um, everything. And then at some point after, between 2013 and 2021, I don't know when, but at some point, Hasbro bought Wizards of the Coast. And Wizards of the Coast changed their logo and everything, and the Magic the Gathering changed. You remember how I was telling you how there's new draft, there's like strictly draft boosters, set mm-hmm. boosters, and collector's yep. boosters? Those three separate things came out after Hasbro bought them. Okay, yeah. On top of that, draft booster boxes started going down in production, and set booster boxes, which cost more for less cards, started going up in production. Mm. Yeah, that's not surprising. Starting to see a trend here. And then, yeah. of course, the collector's boosters, which are like... $30 Canadian for a pack of 15 cards, which, don't get me wrong, it's cool to crack them open and everything, but it's, it's starting to feel like it's less about the game, but it's a lot more about the profit. And when did that happen? When Hasbro bought Wizards of the Coast. Because none of that happened while Wizards was doing it. Draft boosters never used to be a thing. No, it, they, had, they just had booster packs. Yes. That was it. 
you can buy a box of booster packs. I do like draft boosters. I like the idea. I and I I like the idea of draft boosters and then regular set boosters and yeah. co- collector boosters. Mm. I, I'm iffy on it. I, I I like the idea. I don't like how expensive it is, yeah. especially for like the, uh, the the increase of like rares and mythic rares that you could get, but the chances of no. getting them are so minuscule compared to the price you pay yeah. for five extra cards out of a regular set. And yeah, a why would foils. you? You would just get you know a bunch of a bunch of packs for yeah. that. I don't know. It's and you know, and I, I'm a, a bit of a hypocrite because I've opened a couple of collector boosters because I liked it. But I will say, all this new information I've only found after my last collector booster, and now I'm like, iffy ah, on them. I'm iffy on collector boosters because I just you could just buy yeah. a bunch of set boosters and just be that way, or even draft boosters if you really want. I guess if you're like really on the market for just rares, I then it, yeah, if you need them. If, but, if you're mm. in the market for getting high cost cards to then turn around and make a profit on. Then collector you're, boosters you're might gambling. be the way. Yeah, well, I mean, but draft card packs all have always been yes. a gamble. So, um, but anyways, my point was trying to make was that all the all these different like money making schemes, like the secret layer IP cards. Thank you, Hasbro. Uh, yeah, and like the, the different sets going from regular booster packs to now draft set and collector booster. packs. I like two of those. I like two of them as well. I did like all three, but now I'm iffy on it. And that was also Hasbro, and then also. Um, a couple of other things. Uh, banning cards in standard from a whole bunch of years in total, there was maybe like four cards banned over a course of like five years total. And then mm, from no, like there was more. Not a whole lot. There there was a there was a period of time for like over five years, not a single card was banned. Because mm. I saw the list today, ironically in the same video. But then as the last three years, over thirty cards have been banned from standard just mm. for the last three years. And it, Interesting. And as well, there was a set of cards came out that had a new ability, and they were um they're uh or they they were like companions. The ability was called companions. The way it was written on the card was busted so much so that Magic the Gathering, had, for the first time in history, had to issue an errata to an ability on multiple different cards. So now, what is written on the card, you can't even play it that way. They had to issue an errata. That's never happened. And it's only ever happened that one time in recent year for those cards that have the I companion mean, ability. You and I are pretty used to that. Yeah, but just the fact that it happens for magic, it was it was mind blowing. And yeah. of course, that only happened after Hasbro. So it's just all these different things. You that feel are, like they would have caught it beforehand if they actually played it. Yeah, you know, did all their playtesting and everything, and then there was also like issues with cardstock of recent sets that would uh, they'd be starting to fold on the corners and the printing quality. Like you could hold two of the exact same card that were that were from the same set, but one's colors would be washed out and the other ones would be vibrant because of printing quality stuff yeah. and production cuts here and there. So, which of course all these sets happen after Hasbro. So it's just a lot of stuff like that where it's just sketchy. Yeah, is long story short, Magic the Gathering when it when magic gathering was strictly just wizards it was cool it was fun and wizards was about the game and then they got bought by hasbro and it's starting to look really really lean more and it's less about the game and it's more about the, the money yeah and i mean even like i was saying with secret layer they boast about Ugh. how much money secret layer got them That's and then such bullshit as well the, like for arena arena came out and they boast about how much profit arena brings in as well which at the end of the day my final thoughts Yes, Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro as their parent company, they are corporations that exist to make money. Yep. Of course they, they do. And the same thing can be said for Games Workshop. However, mm-hmm. like I said about Games Workshop in my Hammer and Bolter episode, you'd like to think that they would care about their product nope. and their customers 
that are then giving them the money. But clearly they have so much already that they can cut corners and just kind of move things along and it doesn't really matter anymore. Because And the, per- the worst part is that it, the proof that it doesn't matter is how much outrage and outcry there was about the Secret Layer IP for The Walking Dead the first time and how much hatred that got. But it was still the most profitable set of cards Magic the Gathering has ever released. Mm-hmm. And that's where it stings the most because it could change and that kind of thing could change for the company if the, cus- if the customers forced it. But clearly they don't. And that's the worst part. Yep. So. But anyways, we should have landed on a high note with me fucking rapping, but instead we're ending on a low note. I still love you sure magic. That's a high note. What? <laughs> I, st- I still love magic. And what if it was quite high? Yeah, that's true. But no, I, I rapped the sing of the ding with the ding with the. Th- I'm going to stop. But anyways. You just I, have to be in a higher octave, then it'd be a higher note. True enough. But am I going to do it? No. <laughs> but anyway. I'm not going to go any higher than this, Ashy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, But at the end of all, I want to clarify. I'm still going to play Magic. I still love the game. And the same thing could yep. be said for Warhammer. Like, I still mm-hmm. love the game, Warhammer. Do I not like the company and a lot of things they do? Yes. And the same could be said for both Games Workshop and mainly Hasbro. Yeah. Rather than Wizards of the Coast. Because it's really Hasbro that's forcing Wizards of the Coast to do these things because that's now their umbrella company. But nonetheless... Is the game fun? Yes. Do I will I still pl- buy cards and absolutely and start playing it? Absolutely. But I'm not ignorant to the fact that yeah, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the company that little I, little yeah that I'm not super thrilled about. But not so be it. Knowing about it is better than just being ignorant about it. But anyways, mm-hmm. thank you guys for being coming down to the podcast. We're gonna catch up on last bit of Twitch chat and then we're gonna call her there. Uh, Jackson saved the podcast. He did. He saved the podcast. Mirror Maiden typed something that was probably a swear word, and they got starred out. I'm sorry to hear that. Torta Sushi, Wings of Wrist, totally incomprehensible. Wow, that's mean. <laughs> kind of accurate, though. Uh, I was... Yeah, moving on. Ethereal Ashley Jackson, I have food for you if you want it. Ooh, look, let's go. You have free food? Let's go, brother. Uh, Torta Sushi, let's go. Bortnite. What is Bortnite? Fortnite. Oh, for, oh, for when you talk about the cards. Fair enough. Hell's Reach, every day we stray further from God. Yeah. Ethereal Ashy, fork knife, piff, playtesting, bullshit. Yeah. You call that a high note, coward. Wow. Really getting called out. Well. I don't have a high voice. That's fair. You know what else is fair? Ending this podcast. I love every time I do this because I say I'm ending the podcast. And you don't. And I don't. But we're doing it this time. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you enjoyed this, be sure to tell your friends. If you didn't, be sure to tell us. Thank you guys in podcast land for taking a listen. Once again, if you want to actually join in on the podcast, they happen every second Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time live at twitch.tv slash wings and riffs podcast. The link's down in the description down below. There is also an underscore between every word or save yourself the time. Just click the link down below. It's much easier. Without further ado, we also have a YouTube where we upload the full podcast as well. So if you want to watch that in your off time, you can check that out. We also will upload clips to that YouTube and we have our own TikTok if you want to check that out. And finally, we also do have a Twitter so you can check out when we're going live there and what's happening. Oh, sorry. And the last thing, if you want to support us, we have a sticker that you can get. It's a small little logo of our faces in a cute little art style made by our very own Tora de Sushi. Links for that is also down below. Without further ado, any final closing thoughts, Jackson? Games. Games. Games are fun. I promise you, 
two things. One, I'm going to talk to Quantum, see if they plan on doing like Zendikar Rising or any of those old sets for Friday Night Draft because that would be fucking yeah. sick. And two, I will find that release schedule Do for it, 2022 coward. once this podcast is done. I promise you, I will find it. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'll see you guys all next podcast. And I hope you all have yourselves a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.